Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Oh, good morning. Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN, Bill Shanks, Georgia Insider, 8.30. Dave Bartu, Matrix Analytical, number one college football staffing firm in the country. But we'll talk college football playoffs. There is no eye test. They'll both join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. And uh, you know we're brought to you by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook. Bet $50 there. Play award-winning Dancing Rabbit Golf Club uh, for $30. Bet 50, play 30. Bet 50, play 30. Jason, what do we tell people about that deal? You can get paid to play golf. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest. What's better than that? I don't know. Uh, You know, you can basically be your own PGA Tour player. Bet 50, play 30. Golden Moon Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. That's a beautiful thing. Bet 50, play 30. The show is brought... Do you like lamb? Uh, see, I don't have it that often, but I do. I like it in like Euros and stuff. You know, I never have it like lamb chops. Okay. Rack of lamb. Ooh. Kessel Prime. Glass of Wilderness Trail. Weeded or raw. Bourbon. Side of bacon wrapped shrimp and scallops. Oh, you're doubling up. Yeah. And a basket of fries. It's 8 a.m. I want dinner. Yes. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I woke up a little hungry. Um, I'm doing better now, though. I had a little bite of filet over there. Did you have Hungry Man Grits? I didn't. I had eggs. Eggs and bacon this morning. Pretty great, great way to wake up. Did you cook the eggs? Uh, Miranda cooked them last night. Okay. So while I was... Scrambled? Yes. While I was going to bed... She's a great lady, and she made me eggs okay. and bacon, and then I just heat them up in the morning. Okay. It's the best. I mean, the grits are top tier. You've gone away from grits here lately. I know. I, I what, is get, that, what does that say about you? Maybe I'm losing my spunk. Am I losing my, my mojo? I'd like to know who has the best grits, grit dish in town. 
mm. like shrimp and grits. Cat, I know Bravo does a catfish and uh, grits, which is good. Um, but Beagle who? I, I bet Lou. I, I know Lou. Lou's does. Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I know Beagle Bagel downstairs oh. has has a grit bowl. I did not know that. Yeah, loaded up. I like that. Uh, Burgers, blues, and barbecue does grits, among other things, for breakfast six mornings a week in Madison. B3, Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue. Okay. Um, Oh, shrimp and... Oh, my gosh. I haven't been in forever. Over there by Kim DeWeese Designs. Open house today, four to seven. Little bites and libations, right? Get that shopping mojo going. Right there on Main Street, Kim DeWeese Designs. Shrimp and grits. Ooh, I rarely pass that up at Strawberry Cafe. I haven't been in a while. Me either. Jeez. Wow. Uh, Mr. DX says, does Miranda have a sister? I'm single and ready to <laughs> mingle. No, no, she does not. Her brother's handsome. <laughs> single and ready to mingle. That is fantastic. I bet. I wonder how much of that was going on at Mistletoe last week. Oh, a little mingling? Yeah. Hopefully there wasn't overboard mingling between married peeps. Right, right. Okay, I think we've had some of that and some video, you know, left the building, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> and that was kind of a holy Mary Olds app. Um, how much single and ready to mingle do you think was going on at Mistletoe last week? Do a lot of single people go there, too? Or is it just couples? See, I, I haven't know. been in I mean, forever. I keep saying I'm going to go, but I'm not sure I'm going to make it between now and when it's um, time to, you know, head out. You're not a big crowd guy anyway, but I mean... Well, I, that's a great... That is you know? a great point. That's a great point. <laughs> but I think people dressed up nice. It's probably... There's probably some singles out there. Okay. But it seems I mean, like I a would big think couple there's, thing. It, well, I guess my question is, 30, and, 30 or 35, which way do I go here? 30? We're in the South. People think they got to get married early. So I'm going to go 30 and under, okay? Because in the SEC, people are walking out in May after they graduate to to get married. Um, you know, that's that's kind of a dime a dozen. So 30 and under. Do you think there's a lot of single people at Mistletoe? Would, From like Mississippi State and Ole Miss and Southern Miss, so. and Jackson State, not just other people that are that are going to be like, oh, I haven't seen you in forever. How have you been? Oh, now you want to go for a drink? Okay, yeah, now you want to hook up? Yeah, yeah. let's get out of here and get an Uber. <laughs> See, you couldn't do that years ago. You know, you can break out quicker. Right. I mean, I haven't been. You've been. You've been dating during the Uber phase, right? I mean, it's got to be a game changer. Well, I mean, was there were there taxis in Jackson? When you were growing up? Hell no. <laughs> I mean, there may have been three out at the airport. I mean, no. No. Nobody took taxis or anything. I mean, thank God for Uber now. Yeah. Because you can go out and have a few beverages and you're good. And you need to take it all the time. No doubt. So you don't have to hop on your tandem Who was the bicycle? coach recently that was worth the four? Oh, Kevin Sumlin's made $50 million and got a DUI. I mean, how dumb is that? And who was the, uh, the West Virginia basketball Oh, Bobby Huggins, yeah. Huggy Bear, don't get me started. God bless America. I mean, first of all, Huggy Bear's made $50 million. I mean, you can have a driver. You don't even have to have an Uber, Jason. You can have a full-time driver. Yeah. Walk out, get in your, you know, Ford Explorer. You're good. Um, all right. Brad says, what the hell is mistletoe? Do you think he's being serious? 
I don't know. I'm not, I mean, I wasn't, I didn't really know what it was before this year, honestly. I knew it was like a, what? An, an event, but I'd never been, I'd never been like really intrigued on going. So you'd never really heard of it? Mm-mm. Did you live under a rock while you went to St. Joe? <laughs> I guess. I mean, I, I didn't really go out that much in, in high school. I just, you know, I was a, I hung out with the you boys. You went to O'Charlie's. I went to O'Charlie's for my okay. birthday and hung I out with it. the boys. All right. Um, this is Corner Bistro has awesome grits. Do you know where Corner Bistro is? I've never heard of that. I remember where one used to be. Is this a chain? Uh, one used to be over by uh, Longhorn Steakhouse, but I don't think that's still there anymore. Okay. I've never heard of Corner Bistro in the Jackson. Not that I know every restaurant yeah. by any stretch. I've only seen one in the wild. So you know yeah. what they're talking about. I'm, yeah, I know what they're talking about. And this about. is like a chain. Yes. Okay. I, I'm not sure I'm getting down with that. Uh, Andy Kennedy says that calves don't always work out. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, uh, I saw Andy Kennedy and Chris Beard do a video over the weekend, and I went, I thought, <laughs> Charlie Sheen said, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. Goodness gracious. Talking about going from zero to 250 and fast. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. Uh, we're brought to you by Superior Foundation, Todd Sandridge and Trey Pace. So it hasn't rained since last year. And uh, a lot of you are feeling, you know, the impact of that at your home. And you want the right foundation company. So you want to call Superior. Superior Foundation. Todd Sandridge, Trey Pace will take care of your home. And you got to get it done sooner than later. Superior.ms. Superior Foundation. Hey, go with the number one team. The number one foundation company in Mississippi Superior Foundation. Also, the show is brought to you by Independent Roofing Systems. Roofing.ms, number one commercial industrial roofing company in Mississippi. Independent Roofing Systems. Now, Bill Shanks, Georgia Insider, 8.30, Dave Bartu, 9.30. Diamond Dave, both will join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Good morning. Welcome in. Do you want to talk college football playoff real quick? Yeah, I think we can squeeze that in. All right, let's do that on the other side. Let's do the um, Bank Plus Player of the Week. All right, cool. Back in a second. have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, 
It is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Okay. Good morning. Bill Shanks coming up next. Jason, 830 on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Georgia Insider. Ole Miss at Georgia. Ole Miss at Georgia. Number number nine against number two. Nine against two. And uh, Lane Train is one in 19 versus teams that finish with nine or more wins. Jason says that thing's going to two and 19. Because LSU is going to beat Florida and AM and finish nine and three. And Ole Miss is so three and 19 with the Ole Miss win this week, right? So it'd be three and 19. Oh, that's right. When y'all beat Georgia and LSU finishes nine and three. Exactly. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> you don't sound very confident in that. Which one? Uh, the Rebs taking over the Bulldogs in Athens. I'm at not. Night. I mean, Look, let's just be honest. It, if Ole Miss for, if Ole Miss goes over there and wins, it's it's one of the top two or three wins in the history of the program. Oh, no doubt. Okay, Kirby, Kirby's done a magnificent job. Okay, They're, it's a stacked roster of really good, high level players. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, their physical is all get out. Ole Miss is going to have to be awesome where in the trenches in the line of scrimmage all day long. Um, do I think Lane will do some things to to hang in there? Yeah. But if y'all pull off the upset, Jason, it will be a, I mean, it's a big upset. I mean, when you get over 10, 11 points, I mean, I know it happens in college football and I understand. I mean, this it's not necessarily unprecedented, but it's, you know, it's a, it's a tall task. Um, it's a, it's a tall task. And that, I mean, Dart, well, it, again, it goes back to line of scrimmage, which we don't like to talk because we like to talk about Trey Harris and Carson Beck and Bauer, you know. The flash. Right. But this comes down to muscle on muscle, flesh on flesh, you know, the physicality in the tr- and on the edge, but in, in the trenches. And, uh, hey, if you do it, I mean, again, you could argue the biggest win, second biggest win or it's got to be one or one or two, um, Bama in twenty fifteen or uh, or Georgia this weekend. I'd say so. It's, it's, e- it's either one or two. I'd say it's bigger than that because it's back to back national champs. They have like what thirty plus straight regular season wins. Yeah, I mean, I would say oh, do they? Yeah, they they're on a tear. I mean, they have the longest win streak in the country. But I would say this is. This might be scarier than any other Bama team in the 2010s. With the with the way that they've dominated these past two years and this year. Oh, it's this is not how it works. It, we look at it and kind of are dismissive of it. What? It, it, and I know he's got the most talent, but it's still impressive, man. You're yeah. asking 19 oh, yeah. and 20-year-olds to play with an edge and to play, you know, again. Perfect. Yeah, well, they've <laughs> like, got... They've got I mean, what Kirby's done, you're asking 19 and 20-year-olds to play at a pretty damn high level. I understand they can sleepwalk at times, 
But still, you're asking them to play at a high level a lot. And uh, we as humans, as adults, struggle to bring it on a daily basis. Um, it's just part of it. So uh, it's incredible. It's incredible what Saban did for about that seven or eight-year stretch. And it's nothing short of remarkable what Kirby's doing. But this comes down to smash, mouth, physicality, line of scrimmage football. Let's do the Bank Plus Player of the Week. From high-flying touchdowns to bone-crushing hits, there's only one show that brings you the best performances from Mississippi high school football. It's almost game time. we got to go. Let's play some ball. It's time for the Bank Plus Player of the Week on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I like that. Friday Night Lights are powered by Bank Plus. Bank Plus, it's more than a name. It's a promise. I love that intro, by the way. I got to give Blake Mania credit. Show me the money. You have a lot to live up to. Show me the money (laughs) and the Bank Plus Player of the Week. Those are really well done and well produced. Uh, Friday Night Lights presented by Bank Plus. And man, oh man, oh man, here we go. Um, it's been a heck of a year and I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six young men who played great last Friday. Well, Thursday and Friday night, by the way, and congratulations to all the high school football players this year who played and competed and, and had fun and played under, played under the lights, Friday night lights. Uh, I've got to go with Jack Durr. Um, Jason, quarterback at Pearl. Uh, he went 17 to 24 for 257 yards through the air and three touchdowns in the Pearl Pirates 21 to 0 win over Meridian. Let me say that again. This is spinning it. Uh, Jack Durr, quarterback at Pearl, 17 to 24, 257, Jason, and three tutties. Presented by Bank Plus. Bank Plus Player of the Week. Friday night lights under the lights. Jack Durr, quarterback, Pearl. Balling. Big time. Balling. And I could have picked any of these young men. They all had great nights. 17 to 24, 257, three touchdowns in the Pearl Pirates, 21 to 0 win over Meridian. 257 and three touchdowns. That is the uh, High School Player of the Week brought to you by Bank Plus, Mississippi High School Player of the Week. Presented by Bank Plus. It's more than a name. It's a promise. Nobody covers high school football like the Out of Bounds show. Friday Night Lights, baby. Powered by Bank Plus. Congratulations to uh, all the young men that competed this year. I know we're in the playoffs now. Somebody asked me earlier. I know Jason saw it. I've got a couple of people, really. And I just haven't gotten to it. Ole Miss is on this crazy roll. Uh, It looks like Mississippi State will be making a change in football. And so that's dominant. You know, Ole Miss could end up in the, well, Jason wants to go to the college football playoff. I don't blame him. Uh, At number nine, I think it's a lot, like an insane thing, number of things have to happen. Uh, But the Citrus Bowl sounds awesome. Yes. Um, And you would be in the playoff next year with the 12-team playoff. And then Mississippi State, you know, we're throwing out Gus Malzahn. I think Gus Malzahn's your ceiling. Is Rich Rod your floor? And I think Bobby Petrino is your floor. Petrino is the floor. Would you put Rich Rod over Petrino? 
or no, I no? put Petrino over Rich Rod. Okay. Yeah. So Rich Rod shouldn't be in contention at all. Uh, he probably should be, but I just don't know if I think Rich Rod may be where he needs to be. Mm. Wow. That's okay. G five I don't care what I don't care if you're a successful high school coach, junior college coach. That's where you're supposed to be, you know, could be. G five you don't have to be at P five to be considered a success. You don't have to leave the G five if you're winning. Especially if you're Rich Rod at sixty. You're Very winning. True. You're in a beautiful area over there in Alabama. I mean, it's a pretty place. I mean, I've I've been on the Jacksonville State campus. You, you got you're making good money. You've already made millions. Maybe you want to maybe you want to see what you can do here, and you know, drop an undefeated season or something crazy. But uh, I think the ceiling is Malzahn and and Leipold, and then Chad Wells right under that, and maybe a couple other guys. And then your floor is Petrino. I'd say that's fair, but I mean... Petrino would take it today. Right. He wants back in so bad he can't stand it. How would Mississippi State fans feel about Petrino, do you think? Well, unless they're crazy, they should get excited. He's a brilliant offensive mind who coaches the most important position on the field. So people were asking me about MRA prep. Um, I think MRA is a solid team with a generational quarterback. One of the best to ever play in the history of Mississippi high school football and John White. Um, I think prep A to Z has more talent. MRA has John White. Uh, and prep's got more players. Uh, that's what I took away from when I actually watched the whole game a few weeks ago. Uh, John White's unbelievable. But they don't have the top-end talent that they had like when my daughter was going through and I got spoiled with Davis Dalton and Stone Blanton and a bunch of kids, Street Toller. There was just a bunch of guys come through. Uh, John White's a baller, though. But I think Prep's a better team. Um, Bill Shanks on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line coming up next. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Hey, we got a big football game in Athens, Georgia this weekend. Lane Train versus Kirby, first time. And, uh, well, since they've been head coaches. And they coached together in 2015 in Alabama. Yeah. In 2014. So they know all about each other. Lane's trying to get the group text going, but uh, Kirby will not respond. I don't know what to say about that either. But uh, they all know each other. Obviously, Will Muschamp on the staff. Golding's tied in there. It's uh, it's beautiful. Ole Miss, number nine Ole Miss, number two Georgia. We welcome in Bill Shanks, Georgia Insider, Sports Talk Radio out of Macon, Georgia. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Bill Shanks, good morning. How are you, buddy? I'm good. Good morning, Bob. Uh, Brock Bowers, is he playing? Yes. 
Yeah, I think so, and I, I don't know how much. I don't know if they'll. I don't know if it's for one play just to stir the crowd up, but from all indications, he's on track. Of course, I mean they've they've got three days to make the determination. I mean he's pushing the play. He's from all accounts doing everything in his power to convince Kirby to allow him to play, including by running well at practice and doing the things that you have to do to convince your coach you're ready to go. I mean I. You know, Bo, if this wasn't the last home game of the season, um, would it be as big of an urgency for him to do this? No. Uh, I really believe it's much about the fact that this is the last home game more than likely for him uh, at Sanford Stadium at Dooley Field. And he, he, and he wants to play. He's just a kid's different, man. He's, he's a, I mean, these, these kids, these, these players, these athletes are just different or just kind of wacko. You know, I mean, they don't – I don't want to call it Michael Jordan-like, but, you know, they just do things differently. They play through pain differently. They recover differently because of this surge in their in their heart. I mean, it's, it's weird to see, but, I mean, I, they started having a little buzz about this last week, and I'm like, come on, if you want to try to get him back for Tennessee, okay, but give me a break. And I was like, heck, get him back if you go to the SEC championship game, but it's just different. Wow. Bill Shanks, Georgia Sports Talk Radio, Bulldogs insider on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. He believes that Brock Bowers will play. How much? Who knows? He is generational. Bill, I mean, you have to put it. Y'all have had some great, great players come through the program for decades. He's one of the most talented guys y'all have ever had step on that field. No question. No, I mean, if you want to say Herschel Walker, you know, you can have a debate about that over the course of the last 50 years, Churchill Walker, the best player overall or the best running back overall. There's no doubt he's in the conversation. We're going to look back on Brock Bowers three years in Georgia and say, and especially, Bo, if they win the national championship game and, and again and, and in his three years they win three national championships and he played at an elite level every time he stepped on the field, I mean, that even accelerates the conversation about his legacy. But from a talent perspective, this kid just <laughs> it's kind of funny to watch, and and I know we've watched the press box over the last couple of years, and and just kind of almost laughed out loud, lol, because we see him do things. I think I think the biggest thing I remember last year, I can't remember against Zoo, he ran the ball for seventy five yards, and he was streaking down the field, and it looked like Herschel Walker running down the daggum field, and everybody in the press box is just kind of laughing out loud because here's this big kid just. Take off, and so yeah, his talent level is, is just such an elite status, and and yeah, he's I mean he's in the conversation, and and I think you could say well if Herschel Walker was the best running back ever played in Georgia, there's no question that I, I think you could say Brock Bowers is not only the best tight end at Georgia, but the best pass catcher in Georgia history. He's unbelievable. What's he like as a as a person, oh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I don't go to dinner with him. But I mean, I've heard things about how humble he is, and and he's. I know I've heard someone tell me that their their kids at Georgia, and, and and that you know Brock's very very shy, and and tries to kind of protect himself, which I can't imagine being a big man on campus like him walking around the big campus. I mean, it's it's got to be kind of. Uh, different these days with social media compared to 
back in the day. But uh, from all accounts, he is a great teammate, a great kid. I mean, I've never heard a bad word about him. He's just, uh, you know, for a Californian, he sounds pretty good. Yeah. We're visiting with Bill Shanks, Georgia Insider on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. All right, it, it, Ole Miss offensive line versus Georgia defensive line. Uh, handicap the matchup for me. What What are you looking for here? Well, the, the Georgia defensive front is so experienced, though. There's a ton of snaps, a ton of games started, those guys. There's not a Jalen Carter. I don't think we're going to have, you know, Nazir Stackhouse pick up George Jackson Dart and throw him around like what we saw with Jalen Carter last year, but there's experience, and and the one thing, and I said this on my show yesterday, and I continue to think that this is just the most unbelievable stat to me of the entire year, in the Florida game, which obviously got out of hand in the second quarter, so this allowed for this to some extent, but there were 10 defensive linemen that played for Georgia. Not one had 45% or more snaps of the snaps. So you're talking about a steady rotation of, of trying to get people in there and to stay fresh and, and to just let people come in and out of that game. And the depth that's there is really good. Again, not a Jalen Carter, not a Jordan Davis, not a Kobe D, not a Roquan Smith, but really good football players. I, I don't even know how many, you know, I think the only first-round draft pick slam dunk on that defense right now is Malachi Starks. Uh, maybe maybe another one, but I, I don't know about that. I think, again, we knew a year ago how many Georgia defenders were first-rounders. We knew it two years ago. This year, I mean, Malachi starts at some point. So you've got really good, solid football players that cumulatively have put together a great defense. It's just a different – again, when you've got a player like a Jalen Carter or a Jordan Davis, I mean, that's, that's different. You know, you've got to keep your eye on that player the entire game. This is not that kind of defense, but this is a, a number of players who can do things that come out of the out of the backfield, defensive backfield, and just and stop you. So, you know, um, I heard somebody that they say, well, Georgia's front seven is not as good as Alabama's. Well, I think that's because Alabama has Dallas Turner. Georgia doesn't have a Dallas Turner per se, but to knock the cumulative group of Georgia front seven is a mistake. They're good. They're really good. Uh, where does Kiffin find a weakness? Or how? Well, I think what to watch is Jackson Dart's ability to run the football. I mean, I, I think it's, I think the chess game bow between Kirby and Will and, and Lane is going to be in what Georgia does to try to limit Jackson and, and to know that Quinchon's there. And, and that, to me, is going to be interesting. I mean, I, I think even good defenses can have problems with running quarterbacks. You know, uh, you know, running quarterbacks. I mean, and everybody points to Peyton Thorne running for, I don't know what it was, 55 yards against Auburn. Well, that's the best play from scrimmage for Auburn all year long, probably. But that doesn't mean that Georgia's defense is leech. But I, I still think running quarterbacks are something that can give Georgia some trouble. So I think that's where the the if, if Lane wants to push the button, I think he's going to push that one early to see how vulnerable that can be to maybe where he can open it up to where he can start chucking it down the field to Trey Harris a little bit down the road in the game. All right. Bill Shanks making Georgia Sports Talk Radio. Georgia Insider. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. We're talking uh, Ole Miss, number nine, Ole Miss, number two, Georgia, this weekend, Saturday night in Athens. All right. Let's flip it over. 
Let's go to Carson Beck and Bobo against Pete Golding and the Ole Miss defense. Now, um, how impressed are you, or do you still think there's a lot more growth to be had with what Beck and Bobo have done this year? Well, I, I think there is more to do. I mean, I think he doesn't have the ability to do all of it when Rock's not 100%, uh, because that that's a big, that's a big gun, uh, bullet in your gun. You know, I mean, you, you plan all your long to do things with him, and he's not there. But Oscar Delp, the young tight end, is going to be a great tight end. He, he's, he's not going to be Rock Bowers, but that kid's going to be really, really good. I mean, he may be, he may be a day two draft pick by the time he's through in the NFL draft. But they, you know, the thing with Georgia Bo is the depth of receivers is ridiculous. I, I mean, truly ridiculous. They have Alabakaki being healthy has, has been unbelievable. I, I want to say this, and I know Ole Miss fans and non-Georgia fans are going to say, "Man, this is cocky." What cocky Georgia got? So they haven't, quote-unquote, missed Brock Bowers one bit in two games, okay? And now, would it be better for him to be there? Well, of course. Missing him, no. Now, if they would have lost one of those two games, we may have said, well, they missed Brock Bowers. But Ladd McConkey, Dominic Lovett, Ra-Ra Thomas, you've got Marcus Roseby, Jack Sane, you've got Arian Smith, you've got, again, Oscar Delp, the other tight end. I mean, you're talking about an unbelievable quantity of pass catchers that are, are options for for Carson Beck. And, and so Carson Beck and Ladd McConkey were, were even closer friends than Ladd was with Stetson. And Stetson and Ladd were very good friends. Carson and Ladd have just, I mean, uh, they've just spent more time together over the years, I think. And so Ladd McConkey, three-star prospect coming out of high school, this kid is awesome. He, he, is, he is a tremendous football player. And Heck, I think he's going to be a day two draft pick in the draft from what the mock drafts say, and that's because this kid delivers. He is if you get if Carson Beck gets in trouble, he used to concede before the injury, where's nineteen and throw the ball to him. So now he's got Lad McConkey there, and it's it's almost as dangerous. He's an outstanding college football player. So I mean that you know, and, and look, Dejon Edwards has gotten better by the week as far as leading that run game. It's a, and, and here's the other thing. Again, the depth that Kirby's built up. And, and again, I know this sounds cocky. But, Bo, they lost to Marius Bim six weeks ago to the same ankle injury that, that Brock Bowers had. And, and Marius Bim was being talked about as a top ten draft pick in mock drafts before the season. They haven't missed him. I mean, that depth on that offensive line, it's like, well, how are we going to get Marius Bims back in the fold there? I mean, they played great on that offensive line. So, it's a it's a and Bobo, I think, is doing a great job. It's a real potent, dangerous offense. It can really click well. Bill Shanks, Georgia Insider, talking Rebels dogs Saturday night. First time Lane Kiffin and Kirby Smart have uh, coached against each other. Bill is ten and a half too many, or will Georgia cover? Well, I think it's about right. Um, I, I, I would be a little uncomfortable if it was more than that, but. But look, I think part of it is obviously Georgia's at home, last home game, night game is going to be, they're going to be drinking all damn day long. They're going to be drunk as heck. Kirby's asking them to come be loud, and they are. This is the last home game of the season, so, and we haven't had a great home schedule for Georgia this year, so it's not been good. And and I'm telling you, if Brock Bowers walks on down that field, it may be the loudest that stadium's ever been. They'll, they'll go nuts. And Brock Bowers knows that. Kirby Smart knows that. 
Um, but it, it look, Georgia is to the point where Alabama has been in the past. They're they're going to get pushed, and Ole Miss is going to push this football team. Ole, I, wait, I think everybody has tremendous respect for Ole Miss, just like we had a tremendous respect last week for Missouri. Missouri's a really good football team, but but you've got to beat Georgia for sixty minutes. You know, and I go back to what happened, you know, oh, Georgia's tied with Auburn. Georgia's losing to South Carolina early. That's nice. It's like Alabama. Oh, God, they're down 20-7 to to Tennessee. What happened in the second half? you got to beat these elite teams for 60 minutes. At some point, Bo, it'll happen. I hope it's like in 2035. <laughs> I hope it's extended for a long time. At some point, it will happen. But, Bo, these teams have got to play an elite game at, at an elite level for 60 minutes. And look, the last time that they lost in Athens was in 2019 when Will Muschamp was the coach of South Carolina. And I'm telling you one thing, that's probably one of the most influential games in Kirby Smart's history because I don't think he's had his team play at that low of a level since. Wow. I remember that game. All right. So uh, they're confident, as they should be, over in Athens. And they may or may not have the best team in the country but they've got a hell of a football team. And they're a ten, well, on Caesars right now, they're a 10.5-point um, favorite. Although that line has bounced around this week, which is uh, interesting to monitor. All right, buddy. Uh, thanks for the time today. And uh, have a great weekend, man. Enjoy the game. All right, buddy. Thank you. Bill Shanks, Macon, Georgia, Sports Talk Radio, Georgia Insider. Brock Bowers, Jason, how do you feel about that? Sounds like he's uh, pretty damn healthy, and it's senior day, or whatever he is, whatever it is now with junior, whatever. Last home game for this year, Brock Bowers. And, you know, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is is 20 years older than Brock Bowers and snapped his Achilles. Yeah. And he's walking out on the field before Jets games and throwing the damn football. 55-yard bombs on a torn Achilles. What? But somebody, please, if you're if you're an Ole Miss fan and you're hearing this and you'll be in Athens, if you can find Brock Bauer's car keys, take them and hide them. Okay. Anything you can do to keep him away from the stadium. I know he'll he'll get an Uber, which we just talked about. Very easy nowadays. Right. Whatever you could do to slash his oh, tire. Oh, with his NIL but, money, he can get a driver. Yeah. I mean, anything you can, or maybe a, set up a roadblock or something like Keep him away from the stadium. Mm. That makes me so nervous. Uh, this whole week, I'm like, Brock Bowers isn't playing. Ole Miss is going in. Georgia isn't the best against a running quarterback. Ooh, I'm getting my hopes up. So I'm, I'm doing what I do every year. Right. And then I think here comes the sledgehammer. Okay. And that, and that sledgehammer is Brock Bowers. And look, I get it. He's not going to be 100%. 6'4", 240 from Napa, California. No wonder he's so good. He's from wine country. Yeah. Go ahead. No, but I, I get it. He's not going to be 100%. 50% Brock Bowers is still the best tight end in the SEC. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's so dangerous. Mm. Mm. So maybe, let's just hope Bill Shanks is, you know, reading the wrong board or something, and and maybe he comes out without pads on. I'm hoping that happens. <laughs> I, do you want to go ahead and pick Ole Miss to win now, or do you want to wait till Friday? I'll pick Ole Miss now. Okay. I'll, I'll pick Ole Miss Let's let's think of a score prediction. I think it'll have to be a shootout. Okay. Georgia's going to score. Okay. I think Ole Miss you has are right. to... You uh, going to score. Ole Miss has to score more than 30 to win. 
So it has to be like it has to be like the score against A and M has to be like thirty eight thirty five. Okay, in order for Ole Miss to win. So you like thirty eight thirty five? I'll take thirty eight thirty five. All right, thirty eight. Let me write this down. Thirty eight thirty five. Ole Miss upsets the number two team in the country. Biggest win in school history. Rebs. Is it? Do you just want to go ahead and call it? Oh, that will be that will be the biggest win in school history. Okay, even more so than twenty fifteen. I think so. Yeah, with the way okay. that Georgia's been winning, they how they've like two years in a row. And they look like they're going for a third. Uh, I think it's hard to argue that that would be the biggest win. Okay, I, I get it. It's not Nick Saban. It's not the goat. But Kirby Smart's early in his career, and he's proven that's a hard team to beat, oh, especially man. at home. Haven't done it and haven't lost at home in four, four years. years. Come yeah. on, that uh, that would have uh, that's got to be. I mean, Bama just lost at home earlier. Yeah, to Texas. So I would I would say definitely that'd be the biggest Ole Miss win in school history. because I, then, I agree with you. Because then you're actually, with the win against Georgia, and I know that there's talk, and you know, Bartu has told us that Ole Miss has to make the SEC championship to have a shot at the college football playoffs. Has to be, he, he said to have the wins against top 25 teams, because game control is not in Ole Miss's favor. Right. Haven't, but, haven't blown out. And they the, the committee loves blowouts. I mean, the one thing that we know is they... Love. It's why you're seeing some teams put the hammer down, okay? Um, and anybody who's in the mix has to put the hammer down, yes, because of game control, okay? Yeah, I get. But if Ole Miss beats Georgia, Ole Miss would have to be no doubt that I think they would be the number one one loss team. Like right now, Texas is seven mm-hmm. or uh, Oregon six, right? They're one loss, right? I think Ole Miss would have to be at least six. They'd have to be the number one one loss team. Bama is only a ten and a half point favorite at Kentucky. Now I watched Kentucky last week. They're not any good. I mean, I know they dominated Mississippi State, but you know. And I know they took the air out of the ball, but they scored three points in the set. I mean, they're just they're they're a nice, solid team. Yeah. That plays hard, well coached on one side of the ball. Um, don't know what to do offensively, uh, which could, you know, what that could mean? They may not score more than like seven to ten points against Bama. Ooh, that's so. I mean, because Bama's got the best defense, defensive scoring efficiency in the conference, even better than Georgia's. And the the best run team that Bama faced this year, besides Texas. Texas, I mean, they kind of did what they wanted. They shut down. And Quinshawn hadn't started going yet, but they didn't let him. Yeah. You know, Bentley didn't do anything. And you've seen what he did against, what Quinshawn did against A&M. He had three touchdowns. Yeah. Against one of the best SEC defenses. Or what's supposed to be, most talented at least, one of the most talented. Right, right. No, that A&M defense is good. So, uh, yeah, I could see I could see uh, Kentucky winding up with, with three or seven. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, maybe even if Bama sleepwalks 27-7. to 24-7, yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Uh, they won't be interested, but they're just damn good. They haven't done what they needed to do with Devin Leary. Uh, Stoops has never done anything with, with uh, Will Levis, Devin Leary. You know, they, they know who they are. They recruit well. Um, They're, they're pretty physical in the trenches. And uh, salty good on defense. 
Man, it's going to be a rude awakening. You know, you, you handed me this on Lane Kiffin earlier today. Uh, Mark Stoops has only won two SEC games against teams that finish with a winning record. It's been good to be <laughs> yeah. in the East, and that's over <laughs> next year. So I give Mark Stoops credit. He's making eight plus million a year. He's become insanely wealthy. Um, I think a little of it is no game day coach. He's not that good. Offense hiring staffing, which most coaches are not good. They don't know. They just hire their buddies. We go over that all the time. Um, they don't really know what they're looking for. He he can't get it right on offense, but they're hella good on defense. Most of the time, Jason. And they have moved up almost 20 spots in composite recruiting since he's been there. Nobody ever does that. Ever. Ever. You just don't move up. You move up, you stay within four spots. Moving up, down. Why would they ever get rid of him? Well, you can't stay for... I mean, he's been there a long time. We're about to do away with divisions. He's going to have to figure it out on offense or they'll start going five and seven. Six and six. But right now, they're they're on a run. They're winning seven, eight, nine games, and they're all happy because they're still a hoop school. But they've gotten into football a little bit, which is impressive. Yeah, I mean, especially recruiting. I think Bama shuts their offense down this weekend. Yeah, I just don't see. And I'm talking, yeah. I think it'll be difficult for Kentucky to get to double digits. Wow. Yeah, 27-10. I'm not even sure they can do that. I mean, they had a pick six last week. They weren't. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, people are asking left and right. I mean, people love a coaching search, don't they? Isn't oh, it amazing? No doubt. And a QB battle. They <laughs> QB battles, coaching. You're exactly right. Quarterback battles and QB um Quarterback battles and coaching searches, yeah. Uh, Rebel Greg says, if Georgia is playing Bowers, they are scared, and they think they need him to beat us. You heard it here first. Georgia's scared of Ole Miss. Woo! Rebel Greg's into the Tito's early (laughs) on a Wednesday. Georgia's scared, so they're playing Brock Bowers. That is brought to you by Hotty Toddy Jason and Landshark Greg. Landshark Rebel Greg on the Ag Up Equipment text line. Go to Canton or Pearl, Ag Up Equipment, and get your next John Deere tractor. AgUp.com. That's AgUp.com.